0: Right, Ryan. Welcome, Michael. Here we are, brother. Episode number 4. Yeah, number 4 on the list. Hmm. Yeah. Today we're going to be talking about something that's wow
1: well, been deeply transformational for us both realistically.
0: Yeah, we are. It's um it's it's changed our lives. Oh. It brought us together. 100%, yeah. yeah. We would we wouldn't be us without it. No, exactly. Well, we wouldn't have found us. Mhm. For sure. I'm sure we would have got there. Yeah. Would have been a longer journey, that's for sure. Mm, yeah, absolutely. So, if you're wondering what we're talking about, we're talking about breathwork. Breathwork. Ultimately, rebirthing breathwork. Mm. And Ryan and I, uh, well, we met, obviously, we've spoken about our, how we met, but uh, we traveled a nine month journey um, to learn the art and the process of rebirth breathwork. Mm. And it was the most uh, miraculous of our lives, I I would say, among many others that have come since, but that was definitely... That was definitely the portal. 100%. And I think it's, for me personally, I I think it's so
1: powerful because it's exogenous. Like it's something that comes from within you. You're not taking plant medicines or psilocybin. um, Ayahuasca. Or ayahuasca. You're literally using something that we all have inside of us. It's an innate innate ability and intelligence that we all have inside of us to just release the past and, and to embrace the abundance of the now.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, now, there's nothing light about rebirthing breathwork. Mm. It it's the true shadow work. Um, as you just said, there's, there's no other influence to put us into a different state. It is us creating that state, creating the courage to move into our own shadow, into our own shit within our subconscious. Sure. And that takes... I'm going to say it again absolute courage. Every one of our clients that turns up absolutely fucking turns up. Yep.
1: Yep. And, and if you don't, there's always a shying away. Um, something that we always talk about in, in rebirthing is willingness. Mm. You know, if there's a willingness to change, if there's a willingness to let go, if there's a willingness to breathe, then there's a willingness to move through. All right. You can work if someone is willing to change but don't know how to. But if there isn't that willingness, as soon as they approach the doorway, to move through an experience, the past trauma, past hurt, a subconscious limiting belief, if there's no willingness, essentially, they're just going to step away. They're not going to allow
0: themselves and their body and their breath to move through it. Yeah, uh, and and, and that's ultimately how they will be showing up in life. Hmm. You know, they'll be avoiding, you Hmm. know, based off the the past traumas and programs that are stuck within their body. Yeah, sure.
1: And that's the thing. It's not really their fault that they don't have willingness. Um, Maybe the trauma for them personally at this point in time just seems too big to actually let go because a lot of us actually identify with these past experiences, these past traumas, like who are we without it? And and that's ultimately one of the most scary and intimidating things or, or um, aspects of the work for us to move through is that, man, who am I actually without this trauma? Who am I am actually without these subconscious limiting beliefs?
0: Yeah, and, and just that true deep identification levels you can't see, mm. you know? It's who you think you are, you know? And, I mean, we've rebirthed hundreds and hundreds of people and ourselves and the miraculous changes in just one session Mm -hmm. every single time still humble me, Mm -hmm. still humble, and they always will. Always. Always will because especially if someone turns up who has never experienced anything outside of kind of the mainstream. the matrix existence, yeah, I guess. Sure. The you know, and pills,
1: um, cognitive behavioral therapy, other forms of talk therapy. You know, if 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 you're just guided through this experience where someone's just going to spend half an hour with you talking about things that have been going on in your life and what's present and then getting you to lay down and, and simply just breathe in this very simple pattern. And it's going to help you shift through trauma in a way that you never could have thought possible. Um, for, for like, there's a there's a reason to be sceptical.
0: Absolutely, yeah. I mean. It, it- You know, there might be some people sitting there going, oh, what the fuck are these guys on about? Just breathing. I mean, how many times have you said to someone, oh, you're a breathwork facilitator? You know, I know how to breathe.
1: I (laughs) know how to breathe. I've been breathing since birth.
0: You know, I I, I thought the same thing before my breathwork experience. I know how to breathe. You know, Um, but uh, this is, I mean, this is thousands of years old. Mm. Thousands of years old. I I mean, rebirthing in particular is is one of only a couple of westernised breathwork creations, but it's still based off uh, an Eastern philosophy. Sure. It was actually a gift from the East, realistically. It was. So,
1: when you, when you have a look at the history of rebirthing, essentially there was a guy by the name of Leonard Orr, um, and he was just sitting in his bathtub one day, thinking about how we can support clients in a deeper way to move through some of their own past experiences. And as he was laying in the bathtub, he had this overwhelming feeling to start breathing in this specific way. They call it conscious connected breathing. Essentially, it's just a certain breath pattern where there's no gap between the inhale and the exhale. We breathe through our mouth. We breathe deep into our chest. And essentially through this breathing experience, he relived some of his most traumatic experiences from from when he was just a child and it actually took him back to birth and the
0: birth experience. Well, that is the most traumatic thing anyone will ever go through, is your own birth. There's yeah. a reason why we don't remember it. 100%, 100%.
1: You know? You're know,
0: you this tiny little thing. You're living in
1: the warmth of your, your mother's stomach. There's no sound, there's no light. And then you essentially get ripped out into this world. For a lot of people... Um, unwanted. For a lot of people, they can be like forceps literally pulled out into the world. You know, there, there can be a lot of trauma for the mother um, as well. There, there can be the use of um, different drugs to just try and numb them. So essentially, they're coming into the world sedated. Um, they could be C-sections, so they don't actually birth through the actual portal or canal. Um, so there's no real passage. Um, and, and through breath work, it can actually take us back to that experience
0: yeah help us move through. It. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me everything is is held in our body, hmm. you know just because we don't remember it consciously in our mind doesn't mean it's not somewhere yeah, you know sure. we still experienced it, hmm. you know we experienced being in the womb, hmm. we experienced that you know um on a little side note it, it's so beautiful to see. They the kind of shift in birth work as well mm. from that you know yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, you know even I mean especially you look at beautiful Rosie, you know, like how deep in that, and then just seeing the network of 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 how a birth experience naturally can be, yeah. you know, and I mean, we've seen it all the time with our clients and how traumatic birth experiences stay within the body how 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 a mother's environment will create and switch on particular genomes or genes within the body and that's that's what's creating your personality which is your personal reality whilst mm-hmm. you're in the in utero you mm-hmm. know and and we hold on to all of that mm-hmm. you know all through our life you know if, if there was a if there was a a, a if you got pulled out forcefully you know you're forced into the world you're forced into the world so
1: so for the rest well for for an extended period of life if your body stays stuck in that trauma um of being pulled into the world then essentially you're going to be pulled around for the rest of your life you're going to allow yourself to be pulled around because that's actually what feels most comfortable for you 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 actually didn't make one of the most important decisions of your life and Mm. that was to be born
0: yeah and and that's imagine the courage Mm. you know, that needs to, you're in the space, you haven't been given any programs, any identities, any labels, you are just a conscious being in, in, in the human body, mm. you know, and so you are you are the universe right then and there, you know, but then all of a sudden, you know, the, 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 the mother's body is so innate, starts to, you know, the water breaks and then you're like, oh, what's going on here? Different you know? flood of
1: hormones. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely all of that and it's like starting to kind of press you out and then where you, you got to go? Well, you got to go down this this canal that you can't fit down, so your head actually gets squeezed and it gets you know pushed through, and you've got to be pushed through this canal, mm. you know, and come out and then take your first breath, you know. Mm. And it's it's so it's so powerful to have to have truly understood that through the rebirthing breath work. Um, kind of process yeah, and, sure. and seeing that in people
1: well, and seeing the importance of the things that we do through birth and how much of an experience it should be, well the way in which it should be honoured, you know the way in which um, birth is experienced for, for a majority of people, although it's not their choice it's the way it's, things have been set up realistically it's not set up for, for, the, for an enhanced experience of the mother or an enhanced experience of the baby, essentially it's, it's set up so that, we, so that doctors can get through as many births as possible Mm. Um, and that the position that the the mothers actually even put in, with her legs up, spread eagle, open wide, is actually just so that the doctor doesn't have to lean over, mm. you know, so that he's in a position to actually cradle
0: and catch the baby as it's coming out. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. It's um, it's massive. Like mm. I, I don't like. I remember my daughter's birth. Um, she's uh, seven now. And, uh, you know I was uh, uh, you know in, in, in my state of, of, of being at that point and had you know I was just <coughs> run-of-the-mill kind of yep the the the, the medical um, the medical practice is the way to do it and that's you know what's been taught and it's fine and and I think back to to Bella's birth and as soon as she came out boom they gave me the the gave me the cord it snapped it and I remember it just it was still pulsing it squirted at me mm. you know like this, like um, that true just Instant disconnection from everything that you know and feel and love and the pain that would come with that as well yeah you're f- literally one of your first experience on the
1: planet would be pain yeah and, and your first breath wouldn't be isn't natural you know if if we wait for the umbilical cord to fully stop bleeding for the blood to stop pumping all the way through the the baby will naturally start to breathe, mm. but if it's snipped then your first breath is just going to be a gasp <coughs> because you're literally like <laughs> what the fuck, where am I? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah absolutely. And, 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 you know, there was a, you think about the different generations, how they used to pull them out, hang them upside down, slap them, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. if you truly think about it, those are our very first experiences of this human existence. Sure. What is it, you know, are we, we see it, what it does to people when we lay them down and we, and we, and we, you know, rebirth them. Um, it's incredible, you mm-hmm. know, and it all starts from there yeah. you know it all it all starts from conception really a
1: of, yeah a lot of, a lot of our programming can start from there in conception yeah. um, and then obviously our upbringing with our mothers and fathers
0: yeah yeah there's a um i 'm not sure who said it, so i can 't quote them unfortunately, but um it was something I read or, or watched and it was in the space of um, it was in the space of epigenetics mm. and it was there's been this um there's been this paradigm that you know there's a there's a uh, an angry gene or a or a, uh, a criminal gene, you selfish know, gene, selfish gene. You know all these genes. I understand you yes, see ancestral lineage, yes, it's passed on through that and all that sort of stuff. But but ultimately, what 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 they were saying was that. You know, especially the, the angry young man, you know, kind of, uh, I don't know, if you're listening, I'm doing ear quotes here. Um, the angry young man, you know, that, that goes through the rampage and, 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 you know, is always fighting and, and can't be calmed and settled. Well, I, what they were saying is well, let's put it back to, to creating a safe environment for the mother whilst, whilst they are not, you know, in the, in the pregnant process. Mm. Because ultimately the mother is perceiving the world. And your thoughts are her thoughts, and there's no there's no shift in those. You don't know what are hers and yours. You are Hormones getting programmed yeah. based off how your mother perceives the world. If she's in an unsafe environment and she's afraid, and and her her fight or flight response is on. Well, what genes are they going to switch on within you? Yeah, for They're sure. going to switch on the well the the world's an unsafe place, so you need to fight to stay alive, and wow, that's going to make you pretty fucking angry, isn't it, coming out? Because mm-hmm. you've got to come out swinging, you know, really, because your mother is perceived. In, so what they were going into is that just within one generation, if we could just create safe environments for pregnant women to be safe, be seen, be loved, be nurtured and be caressed and go through a natural birth process, that just in one generation, we could actually eliminate about 60 to 70% of all this perceived anger and, and, and criminality genes and all that sort of mm. things like that. Obviously, there are deeper ancestral kind of wounds that need to be worked on, but I, I, I really... I believe it. I, 100%, I believe it. Through yeah, our work... To,
1: to going through the process and experiencing my own birth, um, I'd believe that, very yeah. much so. I and mean, experiencing what the experience was like in the womb, 100%, yeah. I believe that.
0: Yeah, and, and, and imagine... Imagine how it would perceive just to just to give the mothers love. Mm. You know, allow them to be a mother. Mm. You know, let's give them some safe environments. You know, um, and so yeah, that was that was quite profound when I either read or watched that, and I thought, yep, and it, and it really related back to how many you know rebirths we've done with people, and and just you know, and just the the, the common themes that come up. Yeah, for
1: sure. And so essentially, going back to a little bit of the the history of rebirthing, so. As um, Leonard Orr went through this experience, he he came out of it and was like, man, my God, that was one of the most profound experiences of my life. So he essentially started to work with um, this core group of 10 other facilitators, teaching them the process, starting to understand it deeper, starting to build out what rebirthing was, how how birth, I mean, our experiences um, in vitro shape and change who we are, our personalities. Um And then a few years later, he was actually in uh, India and he was going to an ashram of uh, a saintly man over there called Babaji. They call him the immortal man. They think he's about 700 years old. And um, he went into this ashram and he was just looking around, walking around, and actually some of the devotees came up to him and was like, Babaji wants to speak to you. And like, this is unheard
0: of. because and obviously Baba- Babaji's not there, he's, you know, in, in spirit. No, he's there, he's oh, there. He was there, he's
1: there, he's there, yeah. He's lived multiple lives in, in, in this one life. We've seen him as a 90-year-old man, an 18-year-old boy, yep. and essentially he just... Um, chooses a physical state for a yeah. period of time and then will shift his soul into other states so yeah. that's essentially how he is Im- immortal not so much physical immortality yeah. he hasn't lived in one body yeah. his entire life but he, he changes these states um, and so he got pulled to the side he went up to him and the first thing that G said to him was how did you like the breath? And he goes. I've given the West this breath because you don't have the time to sit in meditation. You don't have time to take ten days and do the You don't have the time to work through all this trauma. Um, and this breath is a way for us to shift through
0: it and move through it extremely quickly. Beautiful, yeah. yeah. And a little side note: he was actually a very high up pastor in 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 the church as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so he was he was uh, in the whole religious aspect um, of that you know uh, christianity anglican religion yeah. um and uh and from there he obviously went away and trained a few different people, people yeah. 10 core people and then essentially
1: it branched off and, and now there's all these different forms of um, breath work, whether it's holotropic, whether it's clarity breathing there's a new one, biodynamic breath work, all of these different um, modalities essentially came from this original
0: form of breathing. Yeah, yeah absolutely um, and so let's just give we'll give the listeners a bit of a, a, an overview of, of how it's done or how we got taught it Yeah. Um, so what it is, it's um, lying on the ground, it's connective conscious breathing through the mouth, out through the mouth, into the top of the lungs. So ultimately, when we when we are going through it, uh, an experience or a trauma or something like that, you know, we are breathing in the top of our lungs. It's the sympathetic nervous system that is that is fired up, mm-hmm. you know. And so what we are doing is we're retriggering that sympathetic nervous system to go deeper into the body to be able to allow these these stored emotions these stored energies to 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 open up really Mm. and to go through them um you know because obviously in our in our body in our psyche when we go through something uh, and we don't want to face it or we're not taught how to feel or really sit with it and and just kind of move on it will get stored in the body you know and then it becomes an avoidance becomes a uh, it's a controlling driver of our of our being of our of our from our subconscious, you know, because our brain doesn't want to deal with it. Our ego is very good at keeping us safe. It's sure. it's, it's ultimately well, it's, amazing at its job. It's,
1: it's what its job is. Absolutely, one, the brain has one job,
0: and that's to keep us alive, keep us safe. Yeah, and it does very very good. So these harder things that we haven't moved through are stuck and stored in our body. Well, that's ultimately what this breath does. And so, you know the we'll get we'll get the, the client or the person to lie down, and it, you know, we, they go through that breath for up to an Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, it's profound.
1: Yeah, deep deeply profound, deeply profound. And you can actually see the shifts. Um, through the body as the person is breathing you know you'll, you'll see different parts of their body lock up you might see their hips start to get really tight they might um, have something called tetany which is also normally very very common you might see their jaw starting to lock up and this is just all places in the body where we have stored and suppressed trauma mm,
0: yeah and because everybody stores it differently in different places you know um, and so whilst we're doing uh, whilst we're doing a, a rebirth session with someone we'll go around and then we just intuitively feel where to kind of press on on different parts of the body and, and it'll it'll help somatically kind of release that or open it up for them to be able to experience that in a safe safe way, like everything in this is safe. It's just your choice whether you want to go through it or not 100%. or continue to hold it within yourself.
1: Yeah, and that's something that because we're using something and like we're using the breath to be able to stimulate these different things and I mean our body is so intelligent that it's never going to show us something that we're not ready to move through and, oh. and some people might be like, wow, that was probably too big for me to comprehend but the the power of this breath and the power of this work is that when we can actually move through it it means we actually release it from the body it's not like when we're just doing cognitive behavioral therapy we have to bring up all of this past shit and it just ca- carries on circulating no through the breath and through the somatic movement through the release all right that trauma that experience that emotion just dissipates from the body
0: yeah it's I mean it's, it's one of our great quotes right the only way out is through out you is know through. and so you know and, and and talk therapy all has its place and you know we're, we're certainly never here to, to dampen any work on any sort but you know what that kind of does it pulls you back into the memory of what you know well when there's something in there that you don't know, you can't tap into it in a conscious level. You've got to go into an altered state of consciousness through the breath or through other, other other means. But this, obviously, we're talking about breath to go in to be able to truly feel and release that emotional edge that is holding within your body. That's ultimately what triggers us in life. You know, when you when you have an adverse reaction to something, well, that's just the the that's just the divine remembrance within the body of that thing reminds me of a thing that happened it's totally unsafe and I'm going to get you to yell at it or I'm going to get you to fawn at it or I'm going to get you to run from it you know and so once we go through this process you know um, you become a lot more responsive Mm. rather than reactive because Mm -hmm. you choose it's raising your consciousness level because ultimately when you pull it out of your when you when you go through your shadow you put your light onto it and then what you've done is you've actually now created a conscious memory of it but you have the power to allow it to not control you anymore because you you have it in your consciousness Mm. and so you can be like okay cool I'm not going to react to this as much as I did and over time then that becomes part of your personality you're rejigging your personality you are creating who you want to be you are seeing who you are and it's just it's just so so profound yeah
1: it is it is really really profound and i suppose one of the questions we always get from people especially after their first ex- experience because they sort of come out of it and they're like how the hell did that even happen um and and it works on there's many different i suppose theories around why it happens and what's happening in the body all right one of them as mike said when through this breathing because we're breathing into our chest because we're breathing open mouth we're over over oxygenizing the body all right we're flooding the body with all these stress hormones and when we're actually breathing in this way it, it activates um, our limbic brain mm. so our, our limbic brain is where we store all of our emotions predominantly something in something called the amygdala and because we're breathing in this specific way we over activate the amygdala and it has this opportunity to release past experiences or to show us or shed light on on experiences that we might be just running as subconscious programs so as we're moving through this experience as your body's getting really really tight a memory might just pop into your mind about something traumatic that happened to you and like when we're talking about traumas we're not talking about Always talking about these big, huge traumas that we have. Um, It might just be one time when your dad said something to you. It might just be one time when someone told you that you
0: weren't enough and your body just relocked onto that, remembered that experience. Um, Yeah, it's not always my uncle touched me up in the back, you know, uh, backyard and and, and that's it. You know, this is why you know, we don't relatively use trauma word a lot. Obviously, here we are just to explain it. But, you know, it's all very relative, yeah, you know, sure. just because, you know, your trauma, because you didn't get picked for a team you really wanted to when you were for seven sure. is still just as relative as somebody getting touched in, in the back because the repression is still the same. Yeah, the feeling so. of, of unsafety and unworthiness and unwantedness, ultimately, yes, the the, the, the latter is, is much more traumatic in the physical sense and there's a lot more you know repression of something like that and mm-hmm. then that obviously culminates in the body through you know dis-ease and dis-ease, you know all of that sort of stuff but but that? yeah it's, it's obviously on a relative scale and and how many times have we have people sit in front of us and go oh i've had a great life i had a great childhood yeah. it's like well cool i'm not here to dispute that but no. you know there's always stuff there's always stuff and why you are like you are right now is because of st- because of what you went through, mm. let's just go and let's just have a crack.
1: Yeah, for sure. And and, and it's very, very true. I mean, I remember through the rebirthing um, process that something that dropped in for me and, and one of my biggest traumas that actually held me back from um, cultivating a positive relationship was with my dad was when my uncle said to me once, you're going to be just like your father. Mm. And because of the past experiences that I'd had with my dad, in that moment, I made a, like a conscious choice of like, I will never be like my father. Mm-hmm. And that actually um, forced us to have a. A relationship was that was never fully connected because I had the subconscious program running in my background that I never wanted to be like him.
0: Yeah, I remember doing my father wound, mm. uh, and it was very similar to that. But there, what what the paradox of that is is that you are you, you become what <laughs> you deny. Yeah, you know. Sure. So then you look at yourself. And you're like, I am exactly like my father, and they are the things that I mostly re- dislike about myself because of the things that I never wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And then it and then and then from there becomes separation, sure. and then there's there's conditional love because yeah. you only love the parts of the self that you like 100%. and it's just allowing that all to flow mm. um so it's uh yeah it's 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 very similar mm. very very similar so
1: well let's just talk a little bit about the our, our own experiences yep. or i suppose re-experiences of birth
0: mm. do you yeah. want to go first yeah, yeah, yeah i'll touch on so i remember yeah, I remember my first... So this was in the in the core training that we did. Um, firstly, shout out to our teachers, David and Pauline. Absolutely amazing. Love you guys. Uh was our spiritual mum and dad. Mm. Um, and uh, just their no-nonsense approach to life. I love <laughs> it. Um, so their course is called um, The Human Evolution Mastery. Mm. And, um, and so obviously within this course, uh, the first time that I actually got proper rebirth and I was coming out, so I actually... Firstly, became my mum giving birth to me, mm. and I could feel just her pain and all of that that was in me because obviously, at that point, you know, she's passing on the pain, mm. you know, it's, it was in me. And I became my mum rebirthing, and then and then I. Then got rebirthed from that, you know, so I came back to my birth, i came out of the uh, out of the vagina out of the canal, and it was i remember taking my first breath and and I was just shaking i just was absolutely lunatically shaking, and it was just like gasping you know i wasn't I was a brand new baby you know mm, like mm. i was um I was there, and it was a very profound and I obviously profound a lot today but it's such a it's such <laughs> a, it is. It's such a term it's a good you know, word. To, to describe what it is um to to actually be there um I'm not sure who was rebirthing me but anyways like and then and then I just got cradled I just got cradled by my by my uh, rebirther and and just held and I just wept tears i mm. just wept cried tears mm. because it was just so much pain and 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 agony and and all of that was in my body and and uh and yeah. And then there was another experience that I went back even further. So it was our first hot water rebirth. Um, So that's done in a spa pool. Um, So you do the breath work in the spa with your facilitator, you're submerged in the water. It's about 37 degrees, 37 to 40, so it's blood temperature or just above. Um, so it signifies you being back in the womb. And you've got a snorkel and a nose clip on, and you're in there, and you do the full hour's breath work in the water. Um, and that takes you right back to, to, to the womb and move through whatever you need to move through there. Now, the first time we did at our training, um, actually you were rebirthing me um, and I went back further. I became my dad's sperm entering my mum's egg mm. and it was, I, I became the sperm. Uh, I was there. I still, I, I like even talking about it now, I, I have the, 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 the memory of the, the vision of the actual image in my mind of it happening. And, uh, and, you know, as David and Pauline would say that the further you go back, the higher your consciousness raises. Mm. And that's the power of, I mean, that's just our own breath. Just our own breath with all the set, the intention, the, 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 the pre-work leading up to that. and um, And I just came out of that just alive, mm. you know, because that's the first time you've truly won something. Mm. You know, that's the first time you've truly experienced that. Victory. <laughs> Victory. Yeah. That's it. Victory. You know, and if we can keep going back to that, then then, then nothing else has is, is mattered because it's like you won, you are here. here. You know, you are here. You know, you chose to be here, you know? Um and yeah, so those those kind of first times I went I went back there. I've gone back there a few times many times since, um, to, to the birth process and, and obviously being physically, you know, rebirthed, you know, and pushed yeah. through and um.
1: and it's it's quite funny because well funny i use that word lightly i suppose um it's interesting when you're when you're working with a client and and you see when their body is going to a point of rebirth now obviously you can't understand what they're going through and, and what um i suppose scripts and stories and movies playing in, in in front of their head but the body gives some really really um intelligent clues mm. you know maybe they'll start placing their hands on their head and putting lots of pressure or they start pushing their feet forward like they're actually trying to push themselves out well, or they'll the bring work.
0: Knees up to their chests, bringing
1: knees up to their chest. Yeah,
0: yeah. and so ultimately, what we will do as a facilitator is, you know, if we're working together, then then both of us will 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 go. But if you're just doing it singly, you know, we'll put um, our hands on their head. And we will, you know, cup our hands and we'll tell them to push and and, we, and, and, it, and it signifies them actually pushing back through and taking them back through and, and then what we'll do is we, we usually tell them, you've got to choose life. You've got to choose life. It's your choice this it's time. It's your choice this time to be here, you mm. know. Um, I haven't seen anyone not do it yet. Yeah. Um, there have been some times where people have really, you know, we just keep working, keep working, you choose, you choose. Um, and uh, and then from there they'll push and then we'll make it tough for them and then they'll push and then they get through and then and then we slide our hands kind of down past their ears as they're pushing through and then we push on their shoulders and and when you get to their shoulders it's like they lock up yeah, yeah, yeah they lock up and and they start kind of waving around like a fish out of water you know um, and then we'll push their shoulders and and then we push them through and then and then they're just out they are literally like a, a, a a a fresh newborn baby and they're gasping and they're taking breaths and
1: the body you see the body always relaxes after it goes from this really really tight tense state of needing to push needing to push and then they'll just like
0: yeah they'll take the first breath Mm. of their own choosing you know and there's so much power in that you know there's definitely so much power in that so yeah so those are just a couple of my own personal experience of the actual rebirth process Um, obviously sometimes when we are rebirthing like that if you're a facilitator it's not necessarily they've gone back to the actual you know birth Uh,
1: rebirthing uh, from an experience
0: yeah yeah absolutely they're choosing to to actually physically push through themselves through that experience for them to actually go i choose to move through this and Mm. and so that's that's obviously the um, symbolism of, of that as well yeah very much so so for me personally
1: um my birth was extremely traumatic um, for both me and my mother, these were conversations that um, we sort of had throughout the experience of going through the nine-month journey. Um, and, and before we actually went into the warm water, we actually um, were guided through something called the conception process. Um, so the weeks leading on, we were we were told to have conversations with our mother. Um, about what what birth was like for them, what birth was like for us when the umbilical cord was clipped, whether or not we were placed on their um, chest straight away, what complications were there. Um, And through that experience I before the experience, no, we didn't actually talk about it. This was that something that came up throughout the experience and then we talked about it afterwards. Um, because even for her, as we were talking about the actual birth process, um, you could sort of tell that she was shutting down and she was like, I don't really remember much, I don't really remember much, um, simply because it was traumatic for her. Um, so we, same for me, my the rebirth for me happened in, in the warm water. So goggle on, nose clip on, you're laying down, you're breathing. And... I could just feel myself being in the womb and I could feel that I didn't want to come. I didn't want to be born. I mm. didn't want to to, to actually, I, I, it's like I had done this before and the time before was so challenging. There was so much persecution that I didn't want to have to do it again. And so as I was breathing, as I was breathing, um, it was actually just before I, I actually came through the womb because my mother told me that um, throughout the experience, it was like a 12-hour labor. I got caught in her hip bone. Um, the, the midwife actually had to put her hand up inside um, of the womb to actually detach me so that I could come out. Um, and so through this experience, I was feeling all of these different pressures. I was feeling this pain on my head. I was feeling like I was being forced into something that I didn't want to do. And um, throughout that experience, I actually chose to wrap the umbilical cord around my yeah. throat and essentially try to kill myself. Yeah. And what this was actually showing up through the in, in the birth experience, like in the now, as we we're in the thing, was I literally started to choke myself. I literally started to choke myself. Yeah, I to choke myself. Um, and I was still breathing, like forcing myself, not wanting to come through. Um, and then essentially it was like me being pulled out, pulled out into this world. Um, and so it was really, really difficult. It was really, really challenging. There was a lot of emotion around that because there actually wasn't a want to be here. Um, and you could see how, how that story translated through a lot of my life, that idea of not truly showing up, not wanting to be here, always, um, finding the challenges in life and not seeing it for, for for the beauty that it actually is. Um, so essentially I came back through, I rebirthed, um, there was this, i guess deep reverence afterwards of the experience i laid back i literally just wept and Mm -hmm. cried um all about it and then that night i went home and had another conversation with my mum. and i asked her i said was the umbilical cord around my throat when i was born and she was like yeah the umbilical cord was around Mm -hmm. your throat when you were born um and she said that the when the um the midwife, because they were, they were they were actually about to fly her to a, a bigger hospital because I was um, small and uh, born country in a... Country boy. Country boy. <laughs> um, and they were literally about 10 minutes away from um, flying her to a b- bigger hospital and um, essentially inducing her, giving her a C-section, where the midwife went up there, essentially pulled me out. And the midwife said it was like I was grabbing on. It was like I didn't want to come. Yep. Literally l- latching onto her hip bone and then... Uh, coming through the experience
0: yeah mm. yeah imagine if you got c-section you'd just be numb
1: oh you wouldn't even know you wouldn't even know you're in the world
0: no it's um but yeah that's it's 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 so powerful to, mm. to understand these things because then it's it's understanding yourself yeah but then sure. it's also the openness right and this is this is a lot of the uh, like <clears throat> this is the depth of inner work you do it for yourself but it helps others around you mm. that conversation with your mum would be very healing oh very because much so. it's 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 such deep questions to ask about such a deep thing. I remember when I asked my mum about, hey, look, what was my birth like? You know, and she said, oh, it was just normal. I said, what's normal? (laughs) You know, Um, and uh, you know, it was by standards a a, a drawn out, laboured process. You know, no real complications or anything like that. I was I was born fairly. Well, you know, I wasn't, you know, not wanting to come out in the world or anything like that. But, um, but this is where, when we do our own work, we heal the others around us Mm. because it's it's these it's these deeper, open conversations that that you start, and and it allows people to kind of drop into like, oh, okay, well, I haven't, I I haven't wanted to think about this my whole life. It's like, well, let's go there, you know, because you now have the ability to, to go there you mm. know because it's not something that, that, that is controlling you at a deeper state that you don't know.
1: Oh 100% and, and and after that experience I was able to show up in life so much more powerfully and so much more as me because I had had that experience I'd known where it had come from and essentially that trauma had been released from the body mm. you know and I was able to have that conversation with my mum about it and essentially apologise I said hey look I'm sorry for making birth so traumatic for you yeah. um, and then we just had this beautiful embrace.
0: Yep yeah. yeah and and. and this is where, you know, it comes down to everything's our choice, mm. you know, even at that stage of life, you know, we still, we still choose, you know, um, I think let's go a little bit deeper here on, on, on your actual in utero in the, in the womb. Um, so you've had a, you had a profound experience with, with actually our teacher Pauline, yes. um, where she picked up on that you actually had a twin yeah. in the womb yeah, and, uh, and you ultimately killed that twin, um, Whilst you uh, with In your twin, yeah, 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 for
1: sure. Yeah. So, what, what, how did that trigger? So, essentially, it was actually after the course. Um, I was guiding people through rebirthing experiences, and it was like. And, and there's many, I mean, they call it rebirth because to experience a rebirth first, you actually have to to experience an ego death. And what was happening was clients were getting to this point of an ego death and there was just a fear that would come over me. Mm. And I didn't know why. I'd worked through all this stuff. I'd learn all the different tools and techniques and practices around it. And I didn't know where this fear was coming from. So after this happened twice, I went back to my... Um, teacher, Pauline, and said, hey, look, there's something stopping me from guiding people through through the death. And um, she was essentially just like, well, that's extremely dangerous mm. because if you pull people out of that state, then there's a, you know, you haven't allowed them to fully cycle through. Yeah.
0: And uh, as a side note, Ryan did push them through. He was oh, just for feeling sure, the fear. For sure, and It was, was just recognising that it was there. We weren't doing anything unsafe. No, 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 definitely not. Definitely not.
1: Because that was just
0: my own ego,
1: trying to take control of an experience, yep. right? Um, and We had a conversation for a little bit. She laid me down. I literally took like three breaths and she just said to me, you were a twin. And as soon as she said that, my whole body just, there was just this deep sadness and longing and pain and I just burst into tears and was then taken back into the womb where it was me and my twin essentially and it was a choice it was a choice of who was going to survive um, who was actually going to be born into this world because we consciously realized that my mother wasn't going to be able to to look after us both um, or make it through the pregnancy with us
0: both or her thoughts are guiding you in that way you For know sure. that could have been her thoughts going well, what am i going to do with two twins yeah.
1: yeah yeah very much so um and the the other twin essentially chose to die Mm. chose to die so my one of the experience that i lived, had to live with in the womb just ruminating on for for months and months and months was this death mm. you know so there was a fear of taking other people to death because i'd taken my unborn twin to death as well
0: yeah, yeah. Mm. And, and holding all the shame and regret yeah. and yeah. all of that around
1: 100 percent. and it actually came up in the last ayahuasca journey. Mm. i don't think i mentioned this when we were talking about it last week um but this this loneliness just came over me throughout the ayahuasca journey um, and I could feel it in my stomach moving up, moving up, moving up and I purged, I looked into the bucket um, and my twin was in there. Yep. There was an actual fetus yep. in in the bucket um, and that was just, a, a, like I suppose, the last sign of releasing that sorrow and sadness or loneliness and that longing to have someone else in my life. Mm. Um, and then there was just pure joy and just bliss love, baby, and just love. Yeah, it was powerful, it was Yeah. powerful.
0: Um, so I think I was it today or yesterday? No, I think it was today. That I told you the realization. So I had a massive realization today about a hot water rebirth that that you took me through. Probably God, it would have been about three months ago, maybe maybe longer. And so Ryan and I have a solid practice of rebirthing ourselves, um, you know, because you've got to continue on the work because the depths that we take people, uh, you know, we, we can't have any part of ourselves they can hide in. Yes. So we've constantly got to do it. And again, it, it flows our life and makes it truly abundant. And, yeah. and you know, when, you, when you've done enough of, of this stuff, you know, like there, there, there's only so much of the core wound stuff before you kind of start, kind of just when you go in, you're hitting the the, the stuff of of the month or two months that that you haven't done it and kind of moving through that. But every now and then, a new fucking level unlocks. Mm. A new level that unlocks that you never knew was there. And so the realisation I had today was that that hot water rebirth that we did there, it unlocked a new level for me that day. And what it was was a depth, uh, a true core depth of, not being wanted mm. not being wanted so my what happened is I went into this deep deep core wound of not being wanted because I was the firstborn of my parents and um, and what it was that I felt at the time I've since had conversations with, with my dad about it um, was that the first thought of when they found out I was pre uh, they were pregnant with me was, oh Jesus, oh fuck. You know? Yeah. And that was my first inception of of what it was. Um since I spoken to my dad about I said, you know, I, I just said, Hey Dad, what what was it like when you first, you know, found out you were pregnant? I said, with me. And um and he he said, no, no, no. We, we were happy about it, but you know, your mum was, was you know in, in turmoil, you know, just with different things going on. So, you know, um, we'll do a full episode on mothers at some point from this. You know, hey, mum, if you are watching, love you, and dad, love you too. But <laughs> you uh, too, guys, um, but the the, the 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 pain and trauma my mum's gone through through her whole entire life. You know, um, it made true sense um, for that, and so that unlocked that huge. It was a deep sadness, brother. I was in a mm. funk for about three weeks after that, eh? For sure. And it just opened it up and unlocked it, and I just had to feel it. And it was only realisation that it was yesterday, uh, today, sorry, that that started the catalyst of my last four months to, to finally have been in, in my ayah ceremony on Saturday night where it was one of the most the most profound identification, stripping away beer, mm-hmm. <clears throat> opening everything up, um, and, and true... You know, uh, ownership of of, of myself. Mm. You know, um, but that was the catalyst, and it took four months. So you never know the depth of this work, mm. right? Um, but then again, it will never throw something up that you're unable to handle. So obviously, that the whole time of all of our work with this, you know, my body was still saying, "No, nah, no, nah, he's not quite there." I'm and quite all really of a sudden, it's like it. boom, opened it up. It's like, okay, he can he can go and and basically be in a death portal for, for four and a half months, fuck everything up, end relationships, go broke, you know, all of the stuff because this is what he needs to do to go to integrate and I'm finally just coming through the other side of that which is beautiful but um, but that's the power of this work, you know, and again, that's just where we reiterate, like it won't show you anything or won't bring up anything you aren't able to handle. Mm. Like that was, I needed to, it was, it was time for it to happen, you know, then and not, any other time mm. I bet a lot of people are scared and intimidated right now yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 it's but that's but, but that's, that's, why depth, here, yeah, that's, that's why we're here brother that's why we're here you that's know that's
1: the depths of the work realistically yeah, right and it took it took oh man I mean you would have had over 50 rebirths probably even more realistically yeah. Yeah. by now probably even close to 100 for yeah. it to get to that point yeah. of just being like okay cool that is the deepest yeah. core wound that i need to move through and it's gonna take some time to process yeah. that and, you know and, and the, the beauty of it is you have the tools to integrate it you have the tools to work through it yeah. and the mother um the breath wouldn't have shown you that yeah. wound if you didn't have
0: the yeah, ability absolutely. to work through and, it Ultimately, I I finally purged it on Saturday night in my ayahuasca ceremony, mm. um, and it was a deep, deep core commitment wound. Deep, it was like so profound, mm. you know. And I've been in that a, a deeper death pool the last two and a half weeks, you know, three weeks. Yeah, we spoke about it last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and um and so you know, I finally have just I've got this space because I've purged it out. Of of my stomach, of my solar plexus, of my of my of my root chakra, and uh, and where there was pain, where there was darkness, there just feels love now. Mm. You know, it just feels so. I feel so open and expressive, yep. so fully cracked Expensive. open. It was a true death of in all in all avenues. Yeah. Well, that's what
1: that's the goal in this life is to have many deaths before you physically die, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. You know. And and that I mean, ultimately is is the power of it. I mean, we we've talked about the experience of birth and. And things like that, but it's the it's the freedom that's on the other side of moving through these traumatic experiences. That is actually the true power, because you stop running from these subcon or you stop running on these programs, Mm. and you actually allow yourself to show up in life as you, powerfully, energetically. You have you find there's just this lightness to you. Mm. There's not the same. I guess, blocks or limitations that are holding you back. And, and there's just like a freedom to be, a freedom to be you, a freedom to understand, a freedom to, to, to like experience life in a new and profound
0: way. Mm, you know, and, and, and it really helps having amazing support network around you. Very much you know, so. And, and when you're going through something, having that, you know, having you, having Van, you know, having amazing people in my life, like it's, that's, that's truly the ability and when everyone around you's doing the deep work everyone's constantly shifting and evolving mm. you know and so everyone's never plateauing you know and so it's just being held in that in that space mm. to to do your healing you know to to ultimately find God, which is love. Mm. God is love. 100%. You know the divine. You know trust in all of that. Yeah. You know, and that's what this brings. And you know, if some people listen to this going, "Geez, it's deep." It's like, well, that's the depth of our human experience that is on <laughs> offer. That's that's what's YouTube. available. Yeah, you know, and that's sure. why we sing it from the rooftops. Yeah, you know, sure. and and because you know, not everybody's ready to experience it, but the people who are, I want to be able for them to be able to hear these messages and go. Yeah, mm. I'm feeling that in my body. Mm. That's something that I want to do. I'm I'm the true motivation is sitting in pain long enough for you to make a change. Yeah. You know? And and it's just so many people sitting in pain, you know, and it's just like, Well, let's make friends with that pain. Mm. You mm. know, let's do something about just it. Let's acknowledge it.
1: To understand yeah. why it's here, yeah. you know, and then we can actually work with it and integrate it, you know. And, and that's a big part of, of rebirthing is actually working with the shadow, understanding the shadow, understanding um, the personal laws that we have, the beliefs we have about ourselves, understanding um, and working with something called demonstering, yep. um, which is ex- essentially identification of the shadow aspects of ourselves that we often live in shame around. Mm. Um, and when we can actually start to bring awareness to these shadows, we can actually start to integrate them, we can start to ask ourselves or ask questions about like, why are you here? Why are you showing up in this situation? Essentially what do you need for me to support you Mm. so that I can fully integrate you? You know, because a lot of it's about self-acceptance you know, and and quite often we're running from who we are because we're afraid of who we are. You know, very similar around the idea of not wanting to be like my dad so every time that an aspect of me would show up in a similar way where I had under, or, or, or seen him showing up, I would create shame around it because i'd be like no i have this belief i don't want to be like my dad so i'll always be running from who i actually am Mm. but the more i've gone through this work um the more i've shed um these different layers and these different perceptions our relationship has become so much more fluid because i see him for who he is not for who i want him to
0: be Mm. and and i think you can take that concept to every relationship in your life very much so you know and ultimately again it just comes down to unconditional love firstly Mm. for yourself because if you have conditions on your own love on the parts of yourself you don't like then you're not going to love well then that's what you're going to project onto everyone else Mm. you Mm. know and it's um the the process of it is so simple but yet it is so so deep you know and that's that's kind of the the oxymoron of it right it's like it's like getting into a cold shower it's like you know we we have a workshop you know, we have a group workshop that we run and, and and, you know, we're just getting people to just go, Hey, look, finish you know, start let's start small, let's get you to finish your shower on a cold and for some people that's one of the most frightening experiences because our mind creates these things mm. that it's so much harder and we and then we are a victim to it. And then mm. we're like, cool, we'll stay away from doing something that's hard. I wonder what their, their
1: past experiences and part, or what potential traumas they may have around cold water that brings up so much anxiety or even the thought, right? Yeah,
0: well, I think it's mostly just pain, the, the fear yeah. of pain. Fear of pain. Yeah, you know, fear, fear of, of pain. discomfort. Yeah, discomfort. Like, it is it is discomfort. You know, we, we, we search for comfortability. You know, we, we it's a, our society is built around comfort. It. you mm. know how everything that is sold to us is how to make our life easier mm. you know it's like well cool go have an easy life but we'll help you make it truly easy because you can actually then just flow in the ebbs and flows of it but you've got to do some hard shit to get there mm. and they're, they're, that's the brass tacks of it mm. you know there's, there's, there's true bliss at the end of suffering it's like well you've got to ch- willingly choose to go into it you're going to suffer anyways so fucking choose to go into it yourself
1: yeah, yeah. and it yeah. And can like We're not saying that you're going to have one rebirth and everything's just going to disappear and dissipate, um, essentially, or an analogy that we use in rebirthing is that essentially we are a trauma tree, you know, we have all these different experiences that have happened to us, which are limbs and branches, um, and essentially if we haven't worked through it, it's just become overgrown. Mm. And through every breathwork experience, it's like we're going through and and, and plucking off a limb or an aspect of the tree and um, removing it. Now, that trauma may show on another branch that's connected to the main trunk, or it may show up in a different way. All right, so that's realistically the power of not just going for one and done, but actually committing to it and be like, okay, cool, I'm going to go through the process of five or ten breathwork sessions and and really just dig deep and just trim off as much as I can.
0: Yeah, well, you're not going to go to the gym once and and, and be <laughs> amazingly fit, right? No. And it's the same as anything. It's just like it's consistency, it's commitment, um, and it's committing to it and it's Going into the hard stuff and going, well, it was hard, but checking with yourself, integrating it, and going, yeah, yeah, there there are some subtle changes, and that's how you change things people around you as well you know if you if you're in a partnership and you want to start doing the work well it's it's all for you you know and then they can choose whether to try and bring you down to their level mm. and you, you know as you raise your, your your consciousness level you'll see that happening people and drop that, off. people will drop off and and that's a scary thing as well but mm. that's the part of evolution of growth you know it's um it's it's one of the harder parts and if you've if you've been doing something you know if you're in your 40s and you've been doing the same thing your whole life and you start doing this work you know it's 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 scary how fast things happen mm. you know um but it's amazing i mean how many messages do we get from people afterwards like going, hey i have a new group of friends i have a new partner this and that and it's amazing and mm. it's like 100% but yeah. you did it yeah. you know you and i have, we're just there we're just there to to create safety and support in the set and but it's your it's ultimately you've done this sure. you know and and I think that's the message that that gets through. Anyone that claims that they are going to do something for you, I think, uh, it's an ego. It's an ego, right? It's like, hey, we are just here for you, for you to do your work, mm. you know, and we do ours to ensure that you can do yours yeah, for sure. Because you know?
1: you're always gonna go deeper. Um, when you have other people around you know if I guide myself through a self rebirth it's never as, as deep as if, if, if you're being watched and viewed and, and held in that space by someone else you know you're always going to find places to even hide within yourself sometimes yeah
0: of course because it's, it's, it's a fucking heart you oh, know I don't care how many we do breath work it for a reason yeah. right <laughs> if, 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 if I'm doing one by myself you know I'm not going to push myself as deep as being facilitated by you we're sorry Pauline and David if you're listening
1: <laughs> <laughs> don't kick us out of the facilitator training please
0: (laughs) well here's a note on that so ultimately you know um, that what's really exciting is we're actually going back and we are going to be you know teacher aides we're teachers in training so we're going full
1: year internship
0: yep so we're going to be running through that so we can come out um, again and then we can create the well the teacher well we we can be the teachers ultimately and we can create the workshops and we can start putting students through it as well to take this out into Mm. the world Mm. you know Mm. and um and the way that we are doing things with beta and ourselves, and it, you know, the these are the these are the little minute kind of chinks and in, and in the, in the growing consciousness of the world right now that that it needs, you mm-hmm. know. And and um, you know, we're getting more and more people just just showing up, especially after the lockdowns, who never would have thought to be about this work. Sure. And are like, well, I've got it, I've got to try something. Mm-hmm. And they'll turn up and they have this experience, mm-hmm. and and then.
1: Yeah, and and there's always going to be, as we said at the start, there's always going to be potential healthy skepticism. You know, you might be listening to this and being like, "Well, that sounds good. like a whole be lot." Be of- fucking skeptic. Yeah, good. I I encourage, encourage every. It.
0: I'm a I'm a skeptic. Yeah. You know, I'm a skeptic of everything. You know, like if someone's given me some energy work, and I'm like, am like, okay, well, am I feeling something here or not?" You know, there's, there's every now and then. It's like, okay, this person's in, but um, but yeah, you know, I'm a massive skeptic. Mm.
1: Oh, but you should be realistically right and the, the best thing with the breath is you come in you go to get guided through the experience you lay down you breathe and you feel it You feel the change, you feel the difference, you feel the experience viscerally in the body. You know, it's not always about something dropping into the mind because even that can be the ego's want, need or desire to to try to understand or control. Um, But you feel it, you feel different, you feel the experience, you walk out of here a different person, not because there's anything we do personally, like yes, we might say something specific um, or help shift an energy in the body, but ultimately it's the breath that's guiding you through the experience and there's no higher from
0: no and and on a physical level you are literally waking up every single cell in your body Mm. every single cell in your body is 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 standing alert you know there's there's nothing else in your life that that you do for that to happen Mm. you know and so the actual overflow of 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 change within the body you will feel it you know even you know because every breath works different every single time with every single person you know and sometimes if if you know, we get highly depressed or you know, suicidal or or anxious clients, and and ultimately, if they just lay down and and they just breathe, they don't even have any releases. Well, then, great, that's what it needed to do. They've just got an hour's worth of breath. Their nervous system is now a little bit a little bit more relaxed, a little less inflamed, um, and they can feel a little bit safer within themselves. And if that's all it is, then great. You mm-hmm. know, that like that's that's the job done. That's the breath doing what it needs to do. You know, um, it's. Uh, it can be anything and everything, you know.
1: Mm, very much so. Can be anything and everything, and that's the thing. We don't try to go in with any preconceived ideas or notions about what should happen or what's going to happen, because that can ultimately take us away from the experience of
0: what should happen. Yeah, well, exactly right. So, so in a rebirth process, it takes two hours. Um, so the first hour, obviously, we're sitting w- with the client, you know, in a chair just like this, and we're just we're just prodding. You know, we're just prodding with questions, you know. Um, we're just going, hey, tell us about this, you know. And, and it's just truly listening, you know, and reading the person's body. And when they start moving into something, they'll try and shift away from it. And we're just like, no, hold on, let's pull back. Let's go back to that. Let's drop you into it. Let's allow you just to feel that a bit, you know. And from there, then it's, it's intrinsic trust. It's safety. And the person's like, gets permission to be able to feel, mm. you know. Uh, I think it's a really, it's a really... um Important part of the process oh, is very giving much so. them permission, giving yeah. them to give themselves permission to feel, yeah. you know, to to go through what they need to go through, to be witnessed, mm. um, and to be and to be supported. Um,
1: yeah, for sure. Mm. Yeah, very much so. It is. It is, yeah. and it just builds that trust, relationship, safety, so that when they do go into the breath, they know that they're going to be held in reverence. Um, and so that they can just go in through the process, and ultimately be guided by their body, guided by their breath, and, and shift through whatever needs to be shifted through.
0: Mm, yeah, very much so. Um, so yeah, if you're all, if you're listening out there and and you're you know you're interested, just just give me or Ryan a hit up, and and we will, um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk to you about it. We'll take you through whatever you need to take through. But mm. it's just a conversation. You know, it's just a conversation about breathwork, you know and if you've gone if you've gone and tried breathwork somewhere else great you know there are hundreds literally hundreds of different types of breath work no one better than the other there's just different types uh for different modalities um but i can tell you there's no there's no drum beating there's no song singing there's there's nothing there's just you and you and that's it and that's the the simplicity but yet the power in it
1: just you and the breath
0: just you and the breath mm. Beautiful brother.
1: Well, I suppose, yeah, it's it's beautiful work,
0: man. Mm. It's beautiful work. Well, it's, a, it's it's our soul work, right? Oh, 100 yeah, percent. It's, it's our soul work.
1: It's as, we, as I think actually what was already spoken about before is the first experiences we've had with breath work and, and the profound shift that that we notice and it's just ultimately guided us to where we are today. Mm. You know, so without the breath, without rebirthing, I would not be who I am today. I wouldn't be as free as I am now. I wouldn't be as living in, in such abundance and I, as I am now wouldn't be so as willing to to even work with different plant medicines because of past traumas mm-hmm. um, to be ultimately allow myself to just experience all the joy the freedom the love the gratitude the peace the harmony the pain mm. all of it
0: I think one thing we haven't touched on too is cold water rebirthing yeah so that's, that's the next evolution, that's the next step. That's, you know, you know, we, we would never throw anyone into a cold water rebirth unless they've rebirthed with us probably at least six times and they've done a hot water as well. So mm. cold water rebirthing is the same as the hot water rebirth, however it's done in cold water, um, around 15 degrees. And so ultimately you're, you're, you're in the water, cold water, you've got the snorkel on, nose clip, and you do your breath work in the water. Um, now this is probably the most uh, closest to the psychedelic, type um process that i've gone through with a with a rebirth um but this is ultimately there's nothing in your body that can hide from the cold um your body involuntary shakes and it shakes it out and your nervous system shakes things out um you start getting spins because you know ultimately of what 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 the breath is doing to your body um but that's um that's a, a powerful process and that's that's my go-to when I'm in deep. You know, um, you know, what was it last week or the week before? You know, I was just really going through some really deep stuff, and um, and I was just in breath work, just you know, our, our beta breath, and I was doing it up and I'm just purging, and I'm and I'm just in the hurt, and that and that big deep wound is coming up, and I just thought I, I've got to go, I've got to I've got to go down and, and get my sword and go and slay this dragon, and, and so yeah, I just brought myself up here and and just jumped into the bath turn it on cold water naked and just cold water rebirth and it. it truly is the, it's the it's the fuck you to whatever you've got in UA. Eh? It's sure. it's, the, it's the I'm, I'm coming yeah, for I'm you I'm coming for you you know you. It, it, yeah, nowhere the, to hide yeah there's nowhere to hide there and it's coming for you and, and it's, um, it's it's super powerful mm. you know um so you know there's so there's three factors on on the rebirthing, so obviously the the dry rebirth lying down, hot water rebirth, and then ultimately cold. the cold and um and so we've got we've got the tools there brother
1: mm very much so and then and that is it like this is an offering if 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 you're listening to this and, and you feel called to it. You feel that there's a willingness to go deeper. You feel like there's something holding you back but you don't know what it is. Maybe you've tried lots of different modalities or therapies or um, pharmaceutical drugs or even more natural alternatives but there's still something hiding that you can't mm. find within you. Yeah, Rebirthing will help you find it. Yep,
0: yep, 100%.
1: Mm. Yep, Beautiful, brother. Well, brother, well, it's been a beautiful journey. Yeah, together with the breath. Ultimately, it's the thing that's brought us together. Mm. And uh, it's been a beautiful journey, man.
0: And we're a, we're a powerful force out there in the world, brother. Mm. You know, um, just because doing so much of this work, just being able to show up, and just such authenticity and, and openness and truth, and unashamedly, mm. you know, unashamedly doing it, you know. And so, um, yeah, thank you, brother. Thank and you too, uh, brother. and here's here's to bringing this to the world.
1: Oof. Yes. Aho.
0: Aho. All right, people. Thank you for listening. And uh, yeah, no, we, we love you all. And um, yeah, see you next week. See you next week, everybody.
1: Much love.